Thanks for being here. I'm Ludo. And I'm Marge. And this is Speak It Out, a podcast by Shrink It Out. Here, we tell your stories and share our thoughts and encourage debate on psychological and social well-being. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. Our first episode on in 2022 will be on letting go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. We will talk a bit about um, whether we struggle to let go personally and uh, what we struggle letting go of and even like perhaps what usually people tend to struggle to let go. Um, and then things that may help and uh, things that do not help in the process of letting go. Um, we thought that this would be a very good um, topic to start the year with because I feel like we all kind of reflect yeah. what we want to receive and let go at the start of the year. Um, okay. So, Ludo, do you want to start? Do you, do you struggle um, letting go? Do you think you struggle letting go? So, I think I do. Um, <laughs> saying it like that, I was like, yeah, okay. I just, I struggle letting go. Um, uh, okay. I don't know what we mean and what we want to define struggle as, but I think I take a while, if you want to put it like on a time frame type of thing, I think I do take a while to um, let things or people go. And I think that I use time as the, let's say like the criteria of struggle. So the longer I take, the more I think I'm struggling, but that's necessary. Like that's not necessarily true because you know, you can take a long time letting go of something doesn't mean that you won't get there. But so in general, the idea of, that I have of myself is yes, I do struggle a little bit letting things go. But at the end of the day, when I truly listen to myself, I like I know that I have faith in myself that I will get there and I will let go of things. So you can say, I guess I do, but I feel like I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's a mix of both. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's very important. Like the fact that I think time is usually used as a criteria, uh, as a like letting go, uh, whether you're good or not at letting go of stuff. Um, but I do think that it's like a misconception because perhaps a lot of people have like kind of are impatient of letting go of things or not, or not really letting go, like moving on. And then they realize they haven't processed things fully and yeah so I don't think time should necessarily be the only criteria of course it can be perhaps also like the res- the, the time that you resist the letting go process could be a or if parameter or if time is because like what you're saying is completely right like the misconception and for some people you know it it takes longer and that time is super valuable and it can be like a and it stimulates letting go the time but I think sometimes it can also inhibit it because it kind of acts as a base for rumination so the longer it ta- it's taking then the more time and space I have to ruminate so it's kind of hard to like draw the line between okay I'm taking like I'm taking up my time or am I taking time because I'm ruminating like 
that's a hard distinction to make but um yeah yeah, i think it's super subjective and super personal so yeah i think i if we want to say in like a more correct and accurate way i would say i take a long time to let things go and what about you yeah i think they're like they're letting go is such a big top like a broad topic that perhaps when we talk about like letting go in terms of like grieving people or experiences um Mm -hmm. not necessarily just like after a death but um any type of loss um like it's it's very very distinct thing because in in that case like time kind of makes sense because you do have to like actually take time to process the what you have lost you know when we're talking about a loss um well if we're talking about like expectations of the future or like uh people's opinions on you or parts of yourself that you don't want to let go of that is like more independent of time and perhaps time does not really have a function in that like a positive function in that um but if we're talking about like letting go as in like the past and people I must say like I think there was I struggled a lot with it when I was younger like when I was in my teenage years so much that I kind of developed some sort of impatience for it now and so now I'm very quick at letting go uh, of things and the past I kind of try to for some reason in my head let go of things before I actually lose them <laughs> so yeah. that um it's kind of like I think I'm I'd, I'll be more equipped and more prepared for the loss um so yeah I wouldn't say like in in um in a like general way I, I can't say if it's like healthy or not what I do but in a in a general way how letting go of is perceived I don't think I struggle letting go I think like what you said now like kind of letting go of things even before they happen I don't think it's that bad of a method if we want to call it method like obviously you should always be living in the moment and like you shouldn't think about it until the time comes but like ruminating after for like a really long time or letting go a bit before something even happens like then I mean, you could say they're they're equatable, but I don't know. I, I actually think that maybe it's yeah. Better. I don't know. I mean, yes, but it's also kind of like I don't know. Like you, um, sometimes I don't feel like you can be impatient with these things, like mm-hmm. because at one point, sooner or later, they will hit you, and yeah, you can't think. It's not like you know, like homework. Oh, if I do the work beforehand, then I'll be ready for it, you know? Like, uh, you don't know how you will react to the loss. You don't know when the the loss will happen. And perhaps you, by like trying to precede the loss or like the the event, you'd like miss out on a lot because of like the end of, I don't know, that particular event um because you're yeah. Crazy. yeah no i understand it's probably like you're even blocking any reaction that there could be 
so you never really know what that reaction could be yeah because you're blocking it before yeah so. like, as sometimes when i meet a, i think this is pretty common but like one of my first feelings when i get to something good is like thinking of okay how will i act when i lose it you know mm-hmm. like that whatever achievement that like how will i let go of this thing once because considering that everything is super temporary even when i like go visit a friend i'm already thinking okay what will you do as soon as you say goodbye because this will hurt so like i don't think about it right now you know which is no then you don't even actually know what you will you would truly do in that moment because you already do it before in your head yeah 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 i think okay interesting (laughs) yeah so and okay so what do you think you struggle letting go of more um i think okay that as as i said before like this this topic is so broad that there we also well like kind of when the topic first popped up for us we thought of uh we thought of tackling expectations as well but like we thought maybe we can talk about that in a separate episode because expectations Mm -hmm. So such a big thing but aside from expectations what do you struggle letting go of so i would say mainly um like people and parts of myself um so i know we also when talking about this topic we also mentioned life phases and i don't think that's something that i struggle too much with i think that's also thanks to my like ability to adapt in many different environments and so on, like moving around. So life phases for me have always been pretty short. Um, so I don't struggle too much letting go of those. But people and parts of myself, much, much more. <laughs> um, I think I like when I when someone is part of my life or like, yeah they're important to me or or whatever I mean I think this is pretty common for everyone not just me but I literally like make them um, part of my identity so when I lose them it's kind of like I'm also grieving a part of myself so like a lot of a big chunk of the process of letting go someone is actually having to let go a part of me that I feel like is leaving with that person and realizing that obviously, you know, if, if it's part of me, it's always going to be part of me and all of that. Um, so, yeah, I think that's vaguely the yeah. picture. I think that's very, like, true and perhaps common for, like, the way that we relate to people. Because, like, I think feel like we build so much of our identity on the relationships we have, like, not only because like we kind of contaminate each other with what we like and what we do and but it's just like we also view ourselves through the lens of how the other person sees us and um like we really have a hard time in like making a distinction between us like as a person as an identity and what is outside of us I feel like we kind of englobe everything else as part of who we are without seeing like the like the entities like the i and then the you and them and i feel like there's a sort of yeah, okay. altogether type of thing happens which 
is amazing and like that's a super it's like it's a beautiful thing but it's also a complicated thing yeah yeah definitely and like that's also when you talk about like the process of grief something that you talk about a lot like for example your like the change of ide- in identity that you have per- perhaps if you like uh, lose your husband and something and you mm-hmm. go from being a wife to a widow that's like a complete change of identity and integrating that thing into your like that new part into your identity is so hard and letting go of what that was um so yeah definitely um what what do you think you struggle most with letting go of yeah as i said like mm, i think other than that one experience with a person that i had when i was very like yeah around 15 16 um that I think that that thing shaped me so much in like letting go of people um both in a friend way and in a romantic way um I, I don't know I just like I I yeah um it's kind of like something that happens and I feel detached from but I also think that is it's perhaps um, an avoidance thing of like not also allowing myself. I think I think it has a lot to do with um, like letting go in this way has a lot to do also on how much you allow yourself to depend on other people and yeah, of course, um, yeah. So, but apart from that, I think and life phases as well. Um, I also not I didn't move around as much as you did, but I did a bit and like yeah, I don't. I view things as like ah that's really nice but I wouldn't want to go back to it now like when I start being like nostalgic about part of the past I always think like would you want it now and my answer is nearly always no so um I think so what I struggled the most with is part of myself parts of myself just because I tend to like um restrict my identity and like my what I think about myself to very narrow and precise things like I view myself as like one thing and I expect myself to stay that way no I understand completely you mean it's like when you're realizing that I don't know maybe you've let go of something like you don't have something that you had um that you once had or you don't like something that you once liked even like something just as simple as this and then when you when you realize that you kind of have obviously like this sense of inconsistency and kind of like dissonance inside of you and you're like okay maybe I should stick to that like that's who I am that's how I've been yeah that defines me and then it's move on from that because first of all like you think of other people's judgments and your own judgment towards yourself and it's hard to detach yourself from that idea we often have this thing where like we can only be one thing um when actually we can be every anything we want yeah and i think like that okay that happens with like personality traits um perhaps like i change in personality for example i always joke about the fact that i hated the fact i hated being super shy but now when people Mm -hmm. tell me that i'm outgoing i kind of like miss like being shy because like I have you know I don't want that to go away from me but if I truly think about it it's something that 
brought me so much anxiety that okay and shyness alone doesn't mm-hmm. have anxiety but to me like my type of introversion brought me so much social anxiety that I wouldn't want it back but like I don't know just thinking that it's not part of me anymore I struggled letting go of it mm-hmm. and but what I thought it's there's a song uh, in an Italian song where which says um you remain like stuck in those four or five things that you don't believe in anymore um which um um which I think is so true like I feel like people uh, and I also experienced this a bit like um you kind of think of how you of like your moral pillars and like your beliefs and it's so hard to change them to let like let go of those things even though perhaps you don't think those things anymore like set them so it's like you set them on stone so mm, it's so hard yeah I don't know that's I find even even just for example the other day I was talking to a friend on the phone and they were like we were talking about the fact that I got my nose piercing and they were telling me like oh yeah you've kind of got like a different vibe now and I feel like you've changed since the last time I've seen you and immediately like my reaction was like what do you mean like I haven't changed like I'm always me you know because I was like oh my gosh like maybe now people will perceive me differently because I have a piercing which some people will definitely like perceive me differently and that's fine but I I sort of felt I don't know if attacked is the right word but I felt uncomfortable and kind of like weakened by the comment because I was like oh my gosh like now this is this means that I've changed and I'm not who I am, who I was before, as if suddenly, like, all of that is cancelled and now I'm, like, a new person. Yeah, um, but also that's the thing, like, that there's such a, a negative narrative around changing, like, you know, the typical friend who comes to yeah. you, like, you're different yeah. now. Uh, I mean, thank God that we change and thank God that we let go of parts of ourselves because if we would never evolve. And also, actually, like, like, the wise sign that there is in Rotterdam that we used to bike in front of every day which says uh, you have to change to stay the same yeah actually when I think about it like every time that I accept a change uh, within myself I realize how actually I am the same like yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like getting closer to your exactly exactly. Yeah. yeah so I guess letting go of parts of ourselves really means accepting change and accepting um like that we have to evolve as people yeah Um, I just wanted to add one more thing that I thought about because we both said that we struggle a lot with letting go of parts of ourselves uh but I realized like how intrinsic part of a part of yourself is to a life phase so when we say we don't struggle with the life phase is it because actually we want just that thing of ourselves, like that abstract thing within ourselves but we don't want the life phase of like where we were living uh, which city we were living in which people we had around us but then if you think about it the that part of yourself was also not strictly dependent but also shaped like shaped by the city you lived in and the people that were around you so if you don't have that life phase um like condition anymore then obviously that part of yourself is different now and yeah I just thought of that because yeah that's so true like um it's like you want to keep 
that part of yourself without the whole package of the life exactly. phase. That's literally not possible. Not realistic, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, true. Um, but what are some things that you think help you in letting go or really don't help you? Um, so one thing that I've realized uh, only lately, unfortunately, but also luckily, so now I know, is one thing that really helps is progress. So noticing my progress in my things. And, these, and this can be like, little things like today I want to do this I want to try out something new even just like I don't know like cooking a new recipe or anything really that like defines a progress in my um defines a progress in me yeah. and I think that really helps because it like signifies that you are not stuck in a pit and you're not like still and Um, I think a lot of times I've even sabotaged my own self-progress. I was like, no, I don't want to progress because I don't want to show other people that I'm progressing because if I show them that I'm progressing, I'm showing them that I'm letting go and I don't want to do that. Um, It's kind of you hope that if you stay the same as much as possible, that life phase, that part of yourself or that person will return to your life because you're just... Exactly. It's especially with love, like you think, I think it's pretty common. You think like, if I stay the same and, and this is the person that was once loved by this other person, if I stay the same, it means that they will love me again. But obviously, like we just said, parts of yourself change and life phases change. So that's not possible. Um, so allowing that progress and especially being conscious of that progress like okay today I'm doing better or I'm not thinking about this anymore or wow one year ago I wouldn't have reacted like this to this thing and just noticing those things to me it helped a lot to see that I was moving forward with my life and I was actually um, like things inside of me were changing without this person or without this condition or without this situation which meant that You know, I'm still alive. I'm still doing things and I can still progress and I can still like move forward with my life. And moving forward doesn't necessarily mean like, okay, forgetting and like not thinking anymore about the past, but it simply means allowing space for something new. And that's literally what progress is. It's super important, especially like, I don't know when I think maybe in letting go of people also in parts of yourself, but like when you let go of someone in your life either a friend or a person like you know as soon as you break up or when something like ends and you have lost people tell you like oh you should distract yourself you should uh do this and that so that you don't think about it but i think there's a very big difference between distraction and progress because distraction is just like it's not like okay i'll cook something so that i don't think about it so that i can like fill yeah. up this time with something else so that I don't have these thoughts. Like progress is something that you are doing like for yourself and that it's kind of you're setting an internal goal uh, within yourself. Mm-hmm, and it, mm-hmm. it kind of like gives you a, a sense of purpose that perhaps that person or that relationship gave you. So I think progress is really important. Like, I don't know, I just remember thinking like every time that you 
find yourself ruminating about the past and like dwelling about it just shift your focus try to fix shift your focus to yourself and to your progress and where you're going and if you can already do that one time out of like the many times that you find yourself ruminating I think that's Mm -hmm. so 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 good yeah I remember like one of the first times that we talked about this and I couldn't really grasp what this meant I was like what does it mean to like shift my focus on myself and understand my progress? Like I couldn't, I couldn't see it. Um, and I just thought I, I also like confuse it with distraction. I was like, Oh, I should just think that, you know, today I did this and I can do this. Um, but what really like the question that really like made it click for me was, would have you thought in this way or reacted in this way one, two, ten years ago? And if the answer is oh, two days no, ago. or even two days ago, if, if the answer is no, which it can, and it can be for the better or for worse, but if the answer is no, it means you've progressed, like, you know, changed. I agree. Um, what about for you? What's one thing that helped? Um, being, just being very aware of the thoughts that um, help, help and do not help. Like, just again as always not always just feeding into your thoughts and believing everything that comes to your mind because your mind has a way of like restructuring what you have lost or like what you don't want to let go of in a way that is always better than what you're doing now and what who you are now and so yeah just kind of like it makes you romanticize and idealize what you don't want to let go of and so like realizing that and also trying not to get feed into like those that ruminations filled with like blame or regret that is just distancing you from what actually happened so what actually happened is that you have lost a person or that that life phase has gone on on or or that that part of yourself isn't serving you anymore so like just realizing if it's not serving me anymore it's not something that I have to romanticize like that those two things are completely compatible so yeah I think just being very aware of which thoughts are helpful and which ones are not I don't know I like I think one thing that is connected to what you're saying so like realizing what helps and what doesn't um connected to this I think that also helps me is like monitoring my process of letting go which is very abstract and I don't really know how to explain it but I think like I think there are phases where you know you might need to go through that blame or that avoidance and those mechanisms because your mind and your body doesn't know yet how to deal after like they don't know what the next step is for you uh, yet so you're kind of like you know in that process and you're trying to figure out but I think it comes a moment comes when you know what the next step like your your mind knows what the next step is but now you're attached to the the um, like the habit of okay that blame and everything so now you struggle letting go of that and it's kind of like you know these little uh, little like I don't know how to call I like I don't know how to how to yeah you name struggle, you struggle letting yeah. go like your way of coping with what you did exactly. like, yeah 
Exactly. Oh, if I think of my process letting go, usually at the beginning, there's always a lot of blame. And then I feel like, okay, now I can get over this blame. I know how I can move forward. But then I get into this sort of like pathological thinking where I've, so, I've thought so much about this blame now. I've thought so much about everything that now I have to stick to this because this is what I've been doing and this is, no, this is what I know. Um, this is what, yeah, this is like what I know how to do. But then, you know, you, I don't know. It's, it's tricky because... Um, so, but, but when I when I sit to reflect, like, okay, no, monitor it. Like, you've gone through that phase. Now you know that you can move forwards. Let that go because it's not doing you any good, like you said. Yeah, I think like sometimes, yeah, when when we don't know any better, and because like we've gone through something really hard, we just find the easiest way to cope with it, like the fastest way. But that is usually never the best way to cope with it. So then we get really stuck in these patterns of coping mechanisms that really do not help. And it, it's always so hard. I think like, yeah, I, th I feel like there's always a, f not always, but perhaps an initial phase of the resistance to letting go of the object you're letting go and then uh, of the coping mechanisms. I, I, I find exactly. that calm. Like habits is so hard to snap out of. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very, very tricky. Um, yeah. But then we were also thinking, like, how um, letting go is, in general, very personal. Like, uh, even uh, when, again, sorry if I'm talking so much about grief, but I think it's very well connected. Um, like, there's so, so much, like, talk about the stages of grief and these things, which are literally not scientifically based um mm -hmm. so there's no such thing as a stage of like letting stages you have to go through to let go uh one three key tips to get let go because yeah, it's such, yeah. um such a personal process and such something that you really have to figure out for yourself and how it's um, what is helpful for you um like what is something that people perhaps say think like something that you were told wasn't helpful but was helpful for you I don't know if that makes sense uh I think it's um with like being exposed to the object that I'm trying to let go um so I think the advice that pretty much everyone gives and then everyone receives like I know that I've given this advice as well is to um like keep distance from the person that you're trying to let go um or the thing that you're trying to let go and not like being exposed to them but I think this doesn't work for me okay obviously I'm talking like um general terms so this doesn't mean that like now you have to see them that I have to see them every day or you know but perhaps at the beginning of the letting go process. yeah yeah exactly but after well you know you always hear people telling like okay uh don't see them like it's not gonna help blah blah, blah. and I'm sure that for some people it's true like this this is like what we're saying that it's super subjective but for me 
um, I don't know what my mind goes through, but there is a sort of like freezing and unfreezing process that is um, that takes place. So essentially, if I don't see the person that I'm trying to let go for a very, very long time or like I don't know of them, I don't hear from them, uh, etc., they are frozen like the memory of them and the idea of them is frozen to how um they were when they were part of my life so that prevents me to like actively being able to move forward because i feel stuck in that phase of my life because that person is remaining the same you know well if i see the progress of that person like i want to see my own progress if i see their progress and i see how they're changing and i you know, know what they're doing and how they're doing. That helps me because I can see that they are also alive and moving forward and progressing and I can unfreeze the image that I have of them. So what will remain of them is a memory um, in the past, but it will not be an image of them in the present that doesn't actually correspond with the person that they are now. So it's kind of like in my mind, I'm living in the past and then obviously this does not reflect like the present reality so when people telling me don't see them you don't need to know blah 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 i was struggling a lot and i was trying to explain to them like no i think i do need to see them uh and obviously like this sounds very weird like a lot of people were like what do you mean you don't need to see them you don't need to see them <laughs> and then yeah. now i realized that it, it was yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, sorry if I interrupted you. I think what you're saying is very different from saying I need to see them because I want to um, get them back in my yeah. life. It's like not a, exactly. a path to reach them, but actually a path to move away from them. Exactly. Like also for me, when I when I was feeling this, I didn't really understand what it was. I didn't understand that it was to unfreeze them, and I also kind of like blamed myself and shamed myself. I was like, okay, maybe this is becoming a bit too obsessive. Like you want to see them because I wasn't understanding and I wasn't really listening to what my, my needs were because it's, you know, socially uh, agreed upon that, you know, you should like stay away from the things that you need to let go of. But now I understand that this doesn't work for me. Um, so yeah, maybe it's the same for someone else. Yeah. I think Yeah, I get what you mean, like the kind of also the lightheartedness of when you see a, a, an old friend or like someone who used to be part of your life and perhaps mm -hmm. like you've been idealizing that person and romanticizing it, it her, her, like them. Yeah. And then you see them and you're like, I still have a lot of love for you, but like it's clear that we don't have anything in common anymore or like not much that keeps us together anymore. Um, and it gives you such uh, like a light, lighter feeling than the weight of like idealizing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Even with with old friends that I've left behind, for example, uh, when I moved away from Italy, like maybe there was like some resentment or still some idealization there with with some of them. And then when I saw them after a couple of years, I was even hesitant to see them before, and I was worried. And then once I saw them, it kind of like broke that myth you know it's almost like a myth and then you break it and you're like ah like you're this person now and now I see who you are now 
so that image that I had in my head of you is it's null now like it doesn't it's not worth any anything anymore um so yeah but uh, one thing that I think is very important to mention in this thing is in this unpleasing topic is that unfortunately this is something that you may want and that may help you but like it's not something that you can actively control because it mm. has something to do with another person you know like the other person has to want or the same thing or deal with the letting go in your same way yeah. and unfortunately when there is an incompatibility in this there is like this feeling of needing closure which is like I, I don't think there is such thing personally as needing closure like not as needing closure but as having to have closure you know something yeah. you will feel like perhaps you didn't get an official closure with the person and that person isn't allowing you to actually unfreeze them but mm -hmm. you can still find the closure within you by accepting the fact that it's like that and that they do not deal with letting go in your same way and that unfortunately yes this is something that is how you like that works best for you and that you can try to implement in the future it also mm -hmm. depends so much on the type of relationship because i feel like this also work could work it doesn't mean it works but it could work only in situations in which like the loss was kind of positive like your whole relationship was good and the the loss was, had like a positive tone to it and I don't know like because if like the relationship was super toxic and you hurt yourself so much yeah. and that like having that person around yeah yeah and obviously the, the letting go is also very like dependent on the type of thing that you're letting go of but yeah, yeah agreed yeah um But what is another thing that you find helpful for you um, mm. for letting go? I feel like I always try to um, like view things from very uh, like from above. It's really fun to like view the earth from above sometimes like but that's very mm -hmm. but I think it's it's like it's like it really resizes your whole problems but also viewing time like as something very very temporary to me like observing how temporary things are my feelings like especially recently becoming more aware of my feelings I realized how like we go through like very short phases of yeah. something and how like really being able to tolerate it and wait for it to leave is a skill that I think really helps um, in general and I think also with letting go like realizing that things were part of your life in a moment and that it doesn't mean that they have to stay there forever actually probably nothing will stay there forever um, or there in the same way so Yeah, I mean, it's super hard to think about it in the moment, but do you ever have those times where, like, you know that you're not feeling okay, but there's that part of you and it's just, like, it's fine because I know that tomorrow... Yeah, or, like, fine. yeah, and, and viewing also your life as in, like, this, even if I've spent two years 
struggling to get over this thing or three years or whatever three years this is not my and also it's not like yeah it's not my lifetime and it's not like that thing necessarily seeped into all of the things of those three years because when you when you look back at the memory of those three years yes you will have like that pain of not being Mm -hmm. let go but there will be also so many other things that you perhaps didn't really see in the moment but that did influence influence you and shape you so much exactly that's so true taking a step back and looking from like the outside redimensioning thing things and understanding the temporariness the temporarity of it is yes very helpful indeed um i think one last thing that i want to say of like what can be helpful is realizing incompatibility um i think it's very hard because obviously if you are for example having to let go of a person you don't want to accept the fact that you're incompatible because you want that person, you know, whether it's a friend or a romantic partner. So you don't want to accept the fact that you're incompatible. That's kind of like, it doesn't really make sense in your head. Like, how can they be incompatible if, if I like them and if I want them, you know? But the question that I try to ask myself is, if I think of myself right now in, in this exact moment, how I am today, what I did today what I thought of today, the people that I met today, um, what I am studying today, and just, yeah, my life right now, would this person fit in it? And then often I realize that my answer is no, they would not fit in it anymore because, again, I've progressed and they probably have too. Um, And so then I understand like how actually wonderful that is, you know, like, wow, like there was a moment in, in our lives where we were compatible for each other. And that happened at the exact same time, kind of like power of their universe and this type of stuff (laughs) that I'm like, Ooh, and then, and then, you know, like I move forward, they move forward. And now that could just not happen anymore. Like it just can't like, because, and it's not the thing like oh we're just living different lives like no like it just it just wouldn't work like just wouldn't fit you know um and then sometimes I have like that realization I'm like oh my gosh and then obviously other times I'm like no um but yeah no, I think I think that can help in terms of uh having to let go of part of yourself like I said it is something that I struggle a lot with and I think a lot of us can understand that nothing that is a part of you is ever lost. Like you, you change, you progress, you just, I don't know, you go through stuff and whatever, but anything that you have, you will always carry a little bit of into something else. So maybe something was once in one shape or in one color and then, it suddenly transformed into something else or like affected another part of yourself. And yeah, it has changed and maybe a little bit has left, but it's never lost. Um, and I think that's very important to understand if we are grieving a part of ourselves. Um, yeah. But also 
And this is very, um, it really applies to like um, good parts of ourselves, I feel, right? Because I think we, I don't know if we can lose parts of ourselves that we really don't like, but we can definitely not make them part of our present. You know what I mean? Even if we struggle letting go of them, I think there is a way by which you can let go of them and therefore lose. But do you grieve them? Yes, because if it was part of you in some way, it means that you did appear, that you did think that it was functional. You know, if I'm talking about like certain thoughts or certain parts of our behavior, um, if they were part of us for a reasonable amount of time, we thought that those things served us. And if we are struggling to let them go, it's because some part, a part of us still believes that they are functional while, mm-hmm. while having the realization that they're not anymore. So mm-hmm. you lose them as in like, they can, if I'm, if I'm thinking of, for, for example, like people when they ask like, can you ever recover from a disorder, from like an eating disorder? Yes, you can, you know, like it's not true that it will always be part of you. It will be an experience that you went through and it will have shaped you and you can talk about growth um, after something like that. Also, when we're talking about like um, trauma, if you think about it, like that thing can have, will will have shaped you and will perhaps have led, led, led to growth. But it doesn't mean that you can't lose like that part. I don't know how to explain it. You I think can, you can actively make sure that it's not part of your presence. Yeah, perhaps. I think the the main difference of what we were saying is that maybe yours is more like a part of yourself that you want to let go, and that you're struggling of letting go. Or because I think I don't know because there's the difference a, is that you're talking about something. I'm talking about like a part of myself that I miss. Yeah. So I struggle letting go of in the sense of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, 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 I wish I would still have that. Because well, circumstances brought you to not have that part of yourself anymore. Yeah. And therefore. Exactly. But you are not accepting the fact that they're not part of you anymore. Like exactly. you're struggling to. Well, yeah, what I'm talking about instead is like. The opposite yeah, yeah like these things are still there for you but you would actively not want them to be but yeah you- uh, of course of course because there are obviously some things that you don't think are functional for you in the moment anymore but then they they're still lingering on you're like okay well um why <laughs> um no, no agree, completely agree yeah so i think the main like similarity is that if it's something that like if it's a feeling that you had in this particular amount uh, period of time where a part of yourself that really made you happy and like made you feel authentic and true to yourself that is part of yourself and will always remain part yeah. of yourself but yeah. if it's something that you have started to do to cope with like a pattern of behavior that you have adapt- adopted to cope with things or something that is maladaptive to you then that is not part of your true self if that makes sense yeah. So yeah. definitely lose that. Okay. No, 100% agree. Um, yeah, but we 
wanted to leave you with a quote of this account that we will tag in the description because we love her. Yes, um, we please share their posts we, like between each other. We should share it well when we post the whole podcast. Do you want to read it? Sure. The name of the account is Mimizu Shiwan. Um, and the title of what they're writing is called The Changing Nature of Heartbreak. Missing an ex-lover is an inevitable part of adjusting to loss. Nostalgic triggers leave me sentimental, and when I am vulnerable, my memories congeal with my dreams. When regret or yearning seeps in, seeps in I must remember the wisdoms that are generated from incompatibility. As we separate, I am shown that we, like our memories, are mutable agents of change. We must shift alongside separation instead of longing for idolized version of the unions of our past. Getting over heartache is not about forgetting our lovers, but watching our feelings change with our memories. Oh, I love this quote. It's so true. <laughs> Incompatibility is a very true thing. Yeah, the, the way that they write, it just, it's so, I feel like, it literally just sums up everything that we've said in like 30 minutes of podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess like also food for thought is what do you want to let go of this year in 2022? Or also what do you know? Um, like what have you let go of in 2021? Also yeah. back and being aware is, is also a good yeah. Thing. and also to realize that when you let go of things you receive so much more so like there's an exercise that I did in a meditation once which was like uh, state three things that you release and three things that you receive um, mm. I think these yeah. questions are and like exercises are very useful to do maybe you can write them down and see if in a year you will perhaps have let go of that thing and if you didn't it's fine it means it will take more time but you definitely will let go of it at one point very true because spoiler it's actually easier than we think it is but if you let go of something you actually make space for something new yes indeed thank you so much for listening to our podcast and hear you the next episode (laughs) goodbye Thank you.